Every nation has their constant that is used to uphold their values and should never be challenged. The USA's involvement in every war since the Second World War has been for the sanctity of freedom. Therefore, any disagreement the nation comes to, the query is thrown upon the troops. Other nations have the economy to worry about and how this will affect the 1% like the UK. Now for us, this has always been rugby. From the 1981 Springbok tour, we saw our country as either complicit in South African apartheid or to stand up against a team that represented a segregated nation. The situation only bubbled over when New Zealand actually chose to host South Africa. Ihumato's occupational protests had been gaining momentum in 2019 and had received mainstream focus from a handful of media outlets. However, the focal point that pushed everyone to have an opinion on it was when TJ Peronata wore an armband with Ihumato on his wrist. Now, rugby players and other athletes from notable sports write inspiring and sentimental messages to themselves all the time as a symbol to themselves. Now, reaching to make a more inclusive Aotearoa and stand by the They Are Us tagline following the terror attack, conversations came up around ways we can change our nation to become more inclusive. Now, we saw this through Jacinda Ardern wearing a hijab and many news outlets printing and presenting in Arabic. Countless other actions were taken to ensure Muslims felt at home in this nation. Should the Crusaders change their name because it represents a 200-year war between Christians and Muslims? Regardless of your opinion on the matter, we reached boiling point online at this question. We were complicit and ready to change anything, as long as you didn't touch our beloved rugby. So without further ado, let's unpack. First article we're going to look at today is from April 2nd, 2018, from Stuff. Headline says, Newly married couple rush to watch Crusaders game. Tagline says, Now that's commitment. This is a bit desperate for news. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. This is, this is a bit desperate for news. However, it kind of does preface how important rugby is in our culture. I mean, we don't get married every day, right? Most people, well, I was going to say most people get married once, but I mean, if you look at divorce rates, but no, that's not the podcast that's you're not the, listening to. Wait, hold on. To. Yeah, it's that's a, a different script. That's it's, a, <laughs> it's a big part of people's lives. It is a sentimental experience that you're only going to experience a couple or a few times in your life. Absolutely, absolutely. And then looking at sports, you know, we see people around the UK like live, breathe, and often fight for their local football team. Like in the US, yeah, every state has like a basketball team or NFL team that they like live and die by. And like for New Zealanders, it's our rugby team. And I feel I feel like everybody in the comments here is kind of like not really surprised. Like there were a lot of tagging, like, hey, is this gonna be you on your like wedding day? Like, yes. As though it's just gonna be a normal thing that a lot of people do. I mean, we love sports, but oh, yeah. sport is not gonna be a part of my wedding day. But this, as you says, that just this just underscores how central rugby is to our identity as a nation, locally and internationally. Could you imagine that wedding day though? Like, like you working for the catering company, and you're like, "Wait, where the bride and groom at?" It's like, "Oh, yo, Crusaders playing Chiefs." I reckon they would have loved it because I mean they're probably from the same place. They probably view rugby they in all the went? same way. Maybe they all win, and they just didn't make the cut for the photo and the. For the I, I'd article. be mad as hell. <laughs> I mean, if I was your dad and you got married and you gone to the, I'd be mad. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that you know stuff always love a good article or whatever. But like, I've seen some wild costumes of the cricket. 
Mm, that's very these, true. You think people are actually getting married though? So do you think that they were just there in costume as a bride and groom? I think so. I love, but like you're on your conspiracy ish this early. I mean, they didn't ask them, right? Did they? I don't think they did. I've seen ballerinas. I've That's seen true. male ballerinas That's at true. Black Caps versus Pakistan. Like That's I don't true. think either of them are come from the Royal <laughs> New Zealand Ballet. But anyways, next article we're gonna look at is from March seventeenth, two thousand and nineteen, from Stuff. Headline says: Super Rugby Crusaders consider a new name in the wake of Christchurch shooting tragedy. Tagline says, the Crusaders will consult the Muslim community when discussing whether a name change is appropriate. First comment comes from Tracy. Tracy says, leave the name alone. This is just getting crazy. We have lost enough this past decade. Poor Christchurch. Crying emoji. Now, we understand where Tracy's coming from. Totally. Christchurch has had a pretty tough time of it over the past kind of like 10, 15 years with the terror attack and also with the earthquake and mm. just living with the impacts of that. So while we may have a different opinion to Tracy, mm-hmm. we can understand the fact that, look, this is another massive shift. If you're someone who's born and bred in Christchurch, you've known the Crusaders to be a part of your life, your identity for the entire time. So this is just another potential shift that's outside of your control. Absolutely. And even though, as you said, like we may disagree with that, we've definitely been in situations where like, you know, our local fish and chip shop changed ownership Mm. or like, you know, our favorite place down the road, like they closed down or like a street name change. And you feel some type of way about that for sure. And this is exactly what Tracy's going through as well. It's just like it's not a usual fear of the unknown, but a fear of losing exactly what's close to you. Mm. Next comment comes from Emma. Emma says, no one's saying it will change. What they're saying is, let's have a conversation. Arguably, it's a lack of conversation between groups, be it religious, ethnic, cultural, that leads a lack of understanding, fear, and misinformation. Surely, we should be applauding any effort to understand and get the conversation going. I think this might be early nominee for like an applause. That's because that's that's an early contender. I mean, you're a bit early for the race, but we see you. Yeah, we that's see nice. You. That's articulate to the point, and it it's it's just the case. It's just the case, and that's exactly what the article says for anybody that wanted to read it as well. It's not Crusaders coming in and being like we're changing it or yeah. we're not changing it. Crusaders are actually just wanting to have that conversation, and as Emma put, having that initial conversation makes a difference in the future because you know exactly where both sides are. Also, shout out for Emma talking about misinformation, which might be the most popular word of 2021 yep. for having that foresight and vision back then. Shout out. Emma. She was she was pre-COVID misinformation. Uh, 2020. She was 2019. This is 2019. Oh, okay. Early okay. 2019 as oh, well. My bad. Pre. Hey, nice. Hey, Emma, you know what? Applause to Emma. Absolutely. Next comment is from Justin. Justin says, "A question for all those who think the Crusaders should change their name. Where do you draw the line?" Should the Newcastle Knights change their name? Knights were the fighters in the Crusades. Should the Warriors change their name? These people involved in the Crusades were considered warriors of their faiths. Should the Waikato Chiefs change their name? Chiefs often lead their warriors into battle in the name of what they believed in. Should Christchurch change its name? As Christians were the leading faith in the Crusades throughout the world. Get over yourselves, people. The Crusaders do not stand for anything that the Crusades nearly 2,000 years ago we're about. 
Can I get some water first? Hold yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's a lot. That's an early comment to be that long as well. It's been a minute since we've recorded, so hey, yes. Justin, why are you doing that, man? <laughs> There's so many punctuation notes in there as yeah. well. First of all, a question for all those is the worst way to start any like, online what, argument. What do you mean, all those? All of those, for all of you that think, ask yourself this and then proceeds to list off 10 questions. <laughs> what do you want? What do you, what do you, uh, look, let me not go in too far, but like, before you end the comment, you really have just loaded the conversation with like a bunch of questions that are, you really don't need answered. Yeah. Like we got your point from the first one. I get it. And I think people who do this are often, often like relying on the other side, like not having an answer, like being yeah. like, uh, 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 um, um, could you imagine if this happened face to face? Oh, yeah, yeah. and you know, what this is a quintessential example of what about ism? Oh my what God. What about ism? It's back. It's, it's back. back. How far are we into the episode? This we already got comment. <laughs> we already got what? What are you doing, Justin? <laughs> but it is. Yeah. It is. It's it, it's a clear case of like, well, if y'all gonna change this, what about you change everything else? What about this? And I like, you know, we we're looking at this right now. We're looking at this comment. I didn't realize how stupid this comment was before we actually <laughs> went into it. Because at the point where he gets to, should we change the Waikato Chiefs? Chiefs often lead their warriors into battle. Yo, what? No, you, yo, you stretching. Yeah, you exactly. were really reaching on that one. Yeah. Come on. I hope he stretched before he reached. But honestly, man, <laughs> damn. So let, let's let's take it now. Justin's point is that the Crusades were over two thousand years ago. Yeah. And if we are uncomfortable about those names, how do we feel about the name? Christchurch as a whole, you know, the Waikato Chiefs. How beholden are we to our history? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, heaps. It's, um, it's kind of uh, implicit in everything we do. I, I believe it is heaps. Yeah, yeah. heaps. And I think uh, that's where the, the narrative is coming from. And I think to me, this does draw direct parallels to the conversation that we had, I think, a couple of years ago around removing colonial statues from mm. around New Zealand. And I think for us or for me... It's about deciding how we want to commemorate and remember historical events. Completely silencing them is bad. Now, broadcasting some of the horrible atrocities that have happened in society is also not a good thing as well. There's an in-between. It's about balance. Oh, amen. Oh, preach it. It's about having the conversation and being like, okay, this we want to commemorate. Maybe we want to have a statue. We want to name a building after it. Now, this... You see that carpet? Yeah, just brush it. Just just brush it. We can talk about it, but we don't need to see it every single day. It doesn't need to be a massive part of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And as you said, it's about balance. You know, I, I do come away from this comment wondering, what if Justin got his way? What if maybe all of these names did change? Or yeah. Like, what if they, did, like, didn't? And it's, it's a case of having an individual conversation about each of these situations and actually understanding what is the best way to review this history. Because as you said... History has a massive impact on our society today. Mm. And if we don't learn from the past, hey, yo, what are we doing? Don't even start me on history. <laughs> Next comment is from Nick. Nick says, so why don't you just change your name to Muhammad? While you are at it, convert to Islam. I'm not anti-Islam, but the way to go about this is absolutely stupid and wrong. I think we've seen a lot of it. I mean, if you have to defend yourself in a comment and say, hey, yo, I'm not this, but it's just, <laughs> just maybe ask yourself, like, where are you going with this? Where are you this? going with this? Yeah. Like, what is the point in this, in what you're saying? If anybody listening to this ever finds himself 
in an argument and they have to preface it with, well, I'm not. I need you to just stop. Just stop. Just take, just go for a walk. Just and go think, for a walk and, and think, think about, about it. okay, why, does, why are you prefacing that into your argument? Is this argument actually necessary to have? Mm. Do we need to have devil's advocate when our life is almost revolved around <laughs> the devil's advocate being in play? Do we need to? I don't know. I don't think we do. And, I, and coming back to Nick's comment, you know, the common narrative that we saw after the terrorist attacks was citizens actually like marking the line on catering to a culture. You know, and, and what sparked this way of thinking was, you know, seeing Jacinda Ardern in a hijab, you know, Arabic and English side by side and solidarity uh, posters and, you know, all of these things that we made to make sure that, you know, we stuck to their They Are Us tagline. And, you know, it's a way of meeting another another side half and half through an atrocity. Like, Absolutely. If someone's going through something, you don't expect them to come to your house. Yeah. Come on. Like, you mean them halfway, at least. Or are you going over there? And it's the same thing in this, like, you know, bicultural world and multicultural world that we live in. Of There are many different cultures, and we need to make sure that we are meeting them halfway if anything ever happens. But you know what's wild to me, and I think what we need to remind ourselves of? Mm. These were all comments on the article of them being like, hey, yo, let's talk about this. Oh, Nothing's true. actually happened. Nothing's actually happened. <laughs> people are so afraid. And my thing is, how often do things actually change? Maya's like, not oh. often. Oh, like, come on. Oh, yeah. But these people are so afraid of the notion of the conversation even happening. That's wild to me. It's so, it's so wild. But you know what else is wild about this comment? What? Nick said stupid and wrong in an... In an <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're, if we're adults having, like, engaging in a discourse about something. What are you, 13? You come in and say, hey, yo, your point's stupid and wrong. I don't know about that one. Absolutely also. stupid and wrong. Yeah, I don't know about that yeah, one. Yeah, now you lost all credibility in your comment when you used the word stupid. Come on now. The next article we're going to look at is from Stuff. Published on the 9th of April, 2019, headline says, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern says she's not behind Crusaders' name change. Tagline says, the Prime Minister has rubbished a report. She is driving the push for the Super Rugby franchise to change its name. That tagline also should have been sub-edited because they're definitely missing. Don't worry about it. Oh, don't be the grammar, don't be the grammar police. Come on. <laughs> Stuff hit me up. Um, anyways, <laughs> first comment comes from Reese. Reese says, enough, enough. Knock down all the churches and get rid of Father Xmas and no need for Anzac Day anymore. Reese, where did you go? I, I'm so confused. Reese, where did you go? I thought we made a mistake in terms of putting that comment under this article, but it's the same. Where did where did Reese where did he go? Yeah, I don't know. And I think it hits on a a couple points here. So people really feel that Jacinda just has her hands in everything mm. and makes every single decision. Now. There are going to be some super high-level decisions that Jacinda's hearing about every single day. The Crusaders changing their name is not something I feel as though she is going to be across. I don't think she's getting out of bed for that one. Like, if anything, it's going to be the Minister for Sport and Recreation, which I'm pretty sure is Grant Robertson. So right. if anybody has any qualms, yeah. they should be talking to him. Yeah. And I, I imagine that Grant Robertson probably on FaceTime with Jacinda, like, oh, yeah, that? Yeah, 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 don't worry. I, I got an eye on it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's about it. <laughs> Um, but also, interesting from Reese's comment, and I mean, this could be a callback to our previous season, but Ha-ha. like, Reese mentioned Anzac Day. Yeah. 
And like it's it's becoming more and more of a buzzword for upholding Kiwi ideals, mm. you know, when in reality it's it's so inappropriate to mention it here. Like people often view it, I guess, as the battleground for like the New Zealand identity. And it's as though a podcast actually unpacked that in season three of Unpack. So if you want to head back and um, go through, listen to that, follow, like, subscribe and share. Thank you very much. But yeah, it's people are kind of bastardizing it and chucking it wherever they want to. Well, <laughs> and it's like, I thought you were about paying respects not just like abusing it and chucking yeah. it wherever you want to next comment comes from drew drew says might want to research a bit of medieval history the knights of the order of saint john which saint john ambulance is named after were about as dedicated and fanatical as you get in taking over the middle east so we had better change that name as well Ah, right, this your bag. This the his, this the history stuff. I no. see you got papers all over the desk. Just go off. I'm gonna just leave. I'm gonna go bathroom real quick. So you know, just have the mic and um, prove I'm listening. Get used to the sultry tones of Kai.com. There you go. Hand me my sharpie. <laughs> okay. For for those who do not know, Saint John was an apostle, um, and the order of the Hospital of Saint John of Jerusalem, uh, you know, first came into being like is unknown, but around 1070. Um, it was a hospice. And for those who also do not know about the Crusades, the Crusades took place in 1095, which sounds like a, a weird time to say a year, doesn't it? Uh, uh, now that we're in like the 2000s and like we just had the 19s, it's like 1095. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a price. But anyways, it lasted 200 years. Um, and this hospice, the St. John, developed into a hospital. And in 1113, so about... 20 years into the Crusades, the Pope confirmed its independence. So over the next 40 years, it developed into a religious and military order with its brothers and sisters, commonly known as Hospitallers of St. John or Knights Hospitallers, um, providing care for the poor and sick of any faith. Uh, They also took on the additional role of defending all Christians and others within their care when they were threatened. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, where'd you, where'd you get that one from? Because, I mean, this, we're in this time where it's like, no, I need to know the source of everything. So That's where fair. did you actually find that? So I found that on the, it's the mission statement for St. John uh, on their website. Um, and I love history, man. And one of the, my favorite things about looking at history is knowing how whitewashed it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that sentence yeah. of providing care to the poor and sick of any faith, 20 but, years into the Crusades. I don't know about that one. Yeah. I, I think, and Drew kind of put it in the comment as well of like, they were as dedicated and fanatical as you get in taking over the Middle East. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they had a bit of a heavier hand in that. Anyone that believed in other fate was slaughtered for 200 straight years and you telling me that there's a hospice that, you know, never mind, bro. No, 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 we're good. Yeah, I was like, you can, we're good, we're good. St. John is arguably more involved in the Crusades than the Crusaders? What? Drew, you... I mean, look, you actually make the point of a lifetime, but if you were to believe that Crusaders should change their name, so should St. John, I get that. So you kind of brought the wrong argument to the table. Yeah, I don't know about that one, Drew. You kind of brought the wrong argument to the table, because I tell you what, they're going to look at that one next. (laughs) Next comment is from Chris. Chris says, Shame she's not doing anything about the shortage of workers during harvest season and tree planting while lazy arsed beneficiaries sit around bleeding the taxpayer dry just seems a slightly higher issue than a super rugby franchise name. 
Ding, 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 ding. Welcome back to Out of Pocket with your host, Kai. We have Tabby in the building today. He's here for another game. Hopefully, you can go home with a prize. How you feeling, Tabby? I am feeling good, man. I'm feeling great. I'm trying to win this prize, babe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the prize is just behind this one question. And if you can answer the question, you walk away with the prize. You ready? All right. Sounds good. I'm ready. When can you, as a citizen, mention lazy artist beneficiaries? Is it A... During conversations about the dole, B, during conversations about rugby, C, never pets out of pocket, or D, at any given point. Take your time. See, I don't know about that one. I mean, I always love any point in time is coming back and being like, it's the lazy ass beneficiary's fault. Check the clock, check the clock. But this is, this is about, this is about rugby, it's not, I'm just I'm going to go D at any point in time. Yeah, lock it in. D. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, hey, you you lost, bro. That's Wait. out of pocket. Wait, what? That's out of pocket. You cannot at, <laughs> at any given, you cannot never, ever mention lazy arse beneficiaries. That, my friend, is out of pocket. What up? It's your girl, Steph Rose, your DJ's favorite photographer, photographer's favorite DJ, you know, blessing you with a few words about Unpack Podcast. It's been a tough 2021 for everyone, including creatives like myself, but Unpack, they've got Patreon, which allows you to show some TLC, plus listen to exclusive content that'll never make it to public streaming platforms like this. People care less about global warming in the summertime, especially in Wellington. That's my hot take. I closed my eyes for that hot take. I wanted to be there with you. See, sometimes we normally say the hot take to each other before the episode. That time Carl's like, no, 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 I just want to hear it and react I live. I want to hear this react See, this live. is my thesis. In Wellington, mm-hmm. when it's rained and it's been windy. This. Well, back in year nine, I remember sitting at parent-teacher interviews with Mr. Moore and my mum, and he said that Tabby is definitely experiencing tall poppy syndrome in maths. Now, as I stated, I was in year nine, so I don't really remember the effect that it had on me. The only person who was still in my life who would be able to speak on it is my mum. So, mum, how are you? Oh, I'm well, Taviso. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So tell me about that conversation that we had at parent-teacher interviews. What do you remember... It's like this and like that. I'm like, this and a... <laughs> Believe me, I'm a Patreon. If you'd like to find out more, head to the website, patreon.com slash unpack. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Girl, get this girl a record deal. <laughs> and for all that Unpack podcast news, make sure you're following the Instagram page, Unpack NZ on Instagram. That's all from me. Back to whatever episode y'all were listening to. I bet it was dope. Actually, wait, hold up. Shout out to Wellington Access Radio and NZ On Air for the studio access. It's a dope space. The boys are sounding real crisp, but I don't know if they're as crisp as me. Anyway, yeah, cool. Bye. Next comment is from Janine. Janine says, It was horrific what happened, but changing the Crusaders' name is taking to the extreme, I think. Extreme? Wow. Extreme. Extreme? I feel as if... And I mean, look. I was kind of with Janine's way of thinking. We've seen it a lot in these these uh, these comments that we've looked at of like, okay, but like changing the Crusaders' name, like it was horrific what happened, but is this a step that we need to go into? But then Janine used the word extreme. And that kind of puts us to the crux of the episode of 
there's two sides to this argument, right? That it's mm. a bit extreme to change the name of our beloved rugby team because of what they were named after. Yeah. And then the other side of the coin is it's just virtue signaling whether we change the name or not. It's actually going to make one side angrier and it won't actually like achieve any change for the either. But it's so interesting that Janine's used that. Like, when do you think Janine uses the word extreme outside of this? I mean, not many extreme things happen in our lives. Like day to day, our lives are pretty kind of mundane, middle of the road. So mm. my question to Janine is also, if you think this is extreme, what would Janine classify as like an appropriate response? Yeah. Like just apologize and we kind of move on. Or would you say, oh, sorry, yeah, the, cru the Crusades were kind of terrible, but like this our rugby team. Like is that what Janine deems as an appropriate response? Mm. I, I just we just don't know exactly exactly and I, I feel like you know if Janine saw that as extreme I wonder how you know they felt about Jacinda wearing the hijab exactly. I wonder how they felt about all of the solidarity posters the they are us like is that, extreme? that extreme or because it finally encroached on New Zealand's focal point of their identity rugby that Janine was like nah, no 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 you're going too far too far roll it back what you doing? What you doing over there? Next article is from Stuff, published on the 8th of June, 2019. Headline says, Crusaders will keep name in 2020, New Zealand rugby chairman says. Tagline says, breaking, the Crusaders will not be changing their name next year after the Christchurch shootings. First comment is from Sean. Sean says, the Crusaders name debate has been hotly disputed. No, it hasn't other than a couple of clickbaiting wannabe journalists trying to force it down everyone's throats. So this is a trick that the media do like to use, mm -hmm. right? Like if there's a conversation that maybe they feel as though isn't happening enough, they mm -hmm. will imply that it is being hotly disputed to kind of force you to pick a side. So if before you didn't have an opinion on this, reading this, you're like, oh, I guess maybe people are talking about it. So we must have a conversation about it. And it is a form of media kind of changing the narrative or just forcing people to think and talk about a specific issue. Mm, mm. And Sean is also now a part of what is a bigger group, but in 2019 probably wasn't that big of people that are hating on journalists and clickbaiting journalists yeah. on Facebook. And I mean, like, we've seen it now in the last few years just getting up and up and rampant on, like, Facebook and Twitter and people just hating on, on journalists and wannabe journalists, but also... Coming to the full point of like, wait, what are we actually debating this time? Yeah, and as you said, it's a it's a it's a hotly used tip in that in that world of we need to choose a side, we need to choose a side. And Sean's kind of coming over this of being like, it hasn't, it hasn't been hotly disputed at all. We've been waiting for them to have the conversation, kind of mm. thing. Um, and and <laughs> Facebook and the media have just kind of been like, bah, 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 bah. now let's talk about. It. No, you got to talk about it right now. Next comment comes from Denise. Denise says. It should never have been considered in the first place. Changing the name is not going to change what has happened. All right, Denise. I mean, short term, let's, let's, let's say short term, yeah. Short term, it's not going to change what happened. I mean, we cannot change history at all, for sure. And Denise kind of misses the point of putting yourself in other people's shoes and what that's going to prevent for people feeling isolated or in danger. And I mean, like if a young boy of Islam or even, you know, Hindi 
will move to Christchurch in five years and not only learn about the terrorist attack that had happened and that it was the world's largest white supremacist attack against Muslims, how do you think that young boy will feel, you know, knowing that the rugby team was named after Christians that slaughtered Muslims in order to remove Islam from the world 200 years? So, like, we see the point, Denise, like, yes, nothing will change, but it's about putting yourself in other people's shoes Mm. and understanding that for a lot of people, seeing the name the Crusaders isn't a healthy, happy thing. It doesn't bring back good, warm feelings. And we understand when you say change the name is not going to change what has happened, but as people, we always need to look further and now need to know exactly what changing that name will do to make an impact for the future. Next comment is from Samar. Samar says, don't get too excited, guys. The article says, in 2020, I believe only for merchandising reasons. It's not permanently. The door is still open for change the name. And there's a smirky little smiley face because... <laughs> He's going to go and next out, yeah. Yep. Next article is from Stuff, published on 29th of November, 2019. The Crusaders are changing their name, but have revealed a new logo. Samar really living in the future, huh? Samar got that 3D vision. Yo, that saw that. Yo, we living in 2019, Samar living in 3020, bro. First comment is from Ethan. Ethan says, still going to bring my big Crusaders flag to all the games I attend with the old logo on it. Not a fan of this new one at all. All right. Thanks, Ethan. Who cares? We appreciate it. Who cares? Do what you got to do, bro. I don't you think the Crusaders actually care if you pull it up with the old logo or the new logo? Yeah. I mean, they might, they want some more money. So they're like, yeah, okay, buy the new logo. But it's not like they're like, oh no, we might lose some fans. Yeah. like And, and for those who do not follow rugby at all or do not know, the old logo was a man in a helmet resembling a knight holding up a sword, um, which is probably why no one uh, went to argue the fact that the name doesn't resemble the Crusades because yeah. the logo did perfectly. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> hey, shout out that designer. You stuck to the brief. <laughs> you really did. That designer was like, oh, it's called Crusades. Bet. Uh, I got you. Got him. Got him. First Google Images. Copy, paste, red and black. Got him. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh. Next comment is from Michael. Michael says, I want to start up a rugby team, have the logo of Captain James Cook, and call them the Colonials. Then watch everyone lose their minds. Hey, some people just want to see the world burn. This is... Um, like, some people just don't want any form of progression, no. conversations, understanding the impact things have people's lives. They're just like... Now my life is good. I want to see you in pain. Yeah, and it's it's anarchy. It's absolute anarchy. And anarchists often act from their own hurt or trauma and revenge and envy instead of understanding and progression, as you said. And I think the, the stupidest thing of this entire comment is that there's a school called James Cook High in Monterey. Like, they have a rugby team. Their school crest is the endeavor. Yeah, it's, it's not James Cook, but it's close enough. Who loses their minds? Nobody. I mean, literally, on the terrace in Wellington, mm-hmm. Colonial Cafe. Yeah. We'll just leave it there. And right up right up from there, James Cook Hotel. Hey, you take from that what you will. Next comment is from Afi. Afi says, lol, weird that you would still keep Crusaders. I thought that was the whole point of a change. So is the idea to hide lack of true inclusion and understanding behind a Maori design. 
Okay, Air New Zealand. Oh Lol. my gosh. Ah, <laughs> we see you, Afi. We see you. You've you been doing your you've been doing your research. Oh man. For context, uh, Air New Zealand trademarked the Kyoto logo with the Koru, um, but still disputed some staff members having Tamoko showing while wearing the uniform. Um, also for context, we've covered that. Yeah, we covered that. Um season two. Thank you very much. Just, yeah. just head back and have a listen you to can, that. You can go in our archive and check that out. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that again. But the comparison to Air New Zealand is a classic. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Alfie really did the research. Um, but the inclusion of the visual identity, but the lack of change in the back room is exactly why this conversation was had. I mean, we yeah. started with the first article of the Super Rugby, you know, Crusaders. They wanted to have this conversation with the Muslim community. And as we had said, like, even if they change the name, the yeah. logo, what is important is that they've gone and had that conversation. Mm. And what was happening in the back room that was leading to this change was really more and more important. And we all had to ask ourselves when looking at this issue critically, was this just taking a knee at the whistle or or po- posting a black square on Instagram? Like, in all honesty, sometimes, and at that time, and especially in this time, it feels as if you can't do anything right in this case. Yeah. And I think if I'm going from my perspective to an issue that was kind of centered around our experiences, essentially, when it came to the black square on Instagram, I was much more interested in the conversations that people were having as opposed to the posting of the black square on Instagram. Mm. If no one posted the black square, but everybody had a conversations where they were challenging their own views, their own maybe racial biases that they didn't know that they had. Like, that's what I would want to come from mm-hmm. things. Mm. And I think that conversation about racial biases would have been so much more impactful than just a black square. And then I think Afi touched on that perfectly of, okay, you've changed that. What's the conversation that you've had? What's actually the understanding in the back room? What's actually going on? Because to make that change, as we've said, it's got to be through difficult conversations. Absolutely. So my question is, what happens next? Fucking Florida, somebody. 